0: the Lord, everybody, why don't we all stand? Let's gather around this front, start this service off with prayer, worship, glorifying and magnifying God tonight. God is worthy of our greatest praise. We need to come into his house and give him our very best tonight. Let's lift up the name of the Lord. God, we love you today. Thank you today, Lord, for another opportunity to be in your house. God, to come together to worship, to praise, and to lift You up. You are good. You are wonderful. You are mighty. You are powerful. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, lift up Your voice and praise and glorifying God. Magnifying Him.
1: Oh, take me to the place where your peace and your love overflows, where my heart is free from all shame and guilt chains, are run down, take me there, take me there.
2: touches earth and I'm cold. In between, I want to know what it feels like, the glory of the Lord to fall, fall on me. Cause I want to know what it feels like, when heaven touches earth and I'm Holy Christ.
0: pray
3: He's going to do for us tonight. We want to pray for Sister Noah and ask God to heal her. All the church family, ask God to keep His hand upon us. Ask Him to have His way in this service here tonight. So, if you have a need or petition, let's love God. Hallelujah. God, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. But because Your word is true, Your grace is easy. Thank you. God be with us in heaven, standing on your promise. standing on your promise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we praise you, God. We praise you. Have your way here. Have your way in this service. Have your way in this service, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah 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 you may be seated the brothers will bring the offering pans and we have a written request for brother Duplessis to sing jesus savior pilot me so if the after the offering brother Duplessis is going to be singing then uh brother charles brother bill sister shirley is going to be singing and then the choir is going to be singing we're just going to have good church glory Come on and sing. Amen. Bless him, Lord. Bless him,
4: If there was ever a time that we needed a Savior to pilot us, it's the day we're living in today. We've never been in such a situation in life that we're in, but God has the Answer, he knows the beginning from the end, he's the one that we put our trust in.
5: Jesus say, you pardoned me. Over lies Temperature Unknown way Before he Hiding rocks And treacherous shoals your and calm Has come from thee Jesus say you pilot me <coughs> As a mother Steals her child Thou canst hush the ocean wild, boisterous waves obey thy will. When thou sayest to them, be still. One song of the sea. Jesus say you pilot me.
4: I believe this was Sister Ashworth's favourite song. And I tried to sing it for her on her birthday. I don't know when her birthday is. But I pray that she's somewhere maybe listening. Precious child of God.
5: When at last I near the shore And the fish Full breakers roar twixt me and the peaceful rest. Then, while
2: leaning
5: on his breast, may I hear. Say you pilot me over life's impetuous sea. Unknown waves are before me roll. Hiding rocks and the treacherous shows, chart and calm thus come from thee. Jesus say your Jesus save your
4: pilot me and how we need that one to lead us over these rocks and shoals that we don't know where we are and what we're doing but he has the answer to every situation in our life I thank God for this privilege to be back in his house tonight And you know, I'm not mad at God tonight, and I sure don't want God to be mad at me. I thank Him because He said I'll be your pilot, not my co-pilot, but He'll be my pilot, and He'll be yours if you'll let Him. God bless you tonight.
2: I've got a real good feeling something good's gonna happen tonight. I got a real good feeling something good's gonna happen tonight. That Jesus said we were friends and everything's gonna be alright. Oh, I've got a real good feeling Something good's gonna happen tonight Oh, I've got a real good feeling Something good's gonna happen tonight When Jesus said, said we would friends And everything's gonna be alright When I walked into the church house sat down on the pew, uh-huh. the holy ghost came over me, and I'm telling you, it was a real good feeling, a real good, a real good feeling, a real good feeling, I've a real good feeling, something good's gonna happen tonight, well I've got a real good feeling, something good's gonna happen tonight. I got a real good feeling Something good's gonna happen tonight When Jesus said we would pray Him, everything's gonna be alright Said I walked into the church house, oh, yeah. I sat down on the pew. Uh-huh. The Holy Ghost came over me, and I'm telling you it was a real good feeling. A real good feeling. A real good feeling. Uh-huh. A real good feeling. Uh-huh. Good uh-huh. good uh-huh. good Something good's gonna happen tonight. Why don't you praise Him for His mercy? All right. Praise Him for His love. Uh-huh. Praising for the Holy Ghost That's sitting down like a devil Come on now, praise Him Oh, praise Him Oh, now praise Him Praise Him Why don't you praise Him in the morning? Praise Him when the sun goes down Well, I've got a real good feeling Something good's gonna happen tonight I've got a real good feeling something good's good's gonna happen tonight. Well, Jesus said we would pray that everything's gonna be alright. Yes, I walked into the church house, sat down on the pew, the Holy Ghost came over me. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it was a real good feeling. A real Real good good feeling. Feeling. A real, a real good, good feeling i got a real, a real good, good feeling Something good's gonna happen tonight Why don't you praise him for his mercy right. Praise him for his love uh-huh. Praise him for the Holy Ghost That shit down like a death Come on now, praise him Praise, praise him. him Oh yes, now praise him Praise, praise him, him. Why don't you praise Him in the morning? Praise Him when the sun goes down. Well, now Jesus is the Father. Jesus is the Son. Jesus is the Holy Ghost and all these three of us. Come on now, praise Him. Oh, praise Him. praise Him. Praise Him. Now, praise Him. Yeah. Praise Why don't you praise Him in the morning? Praise Him when the sun goes down. Oh, I've got a real good feeling something good's gonna happen tonight.
6: I've got a real good
2: feeling something good's gonna happen tonight. Well, Jesus said we were friends and everything's gonna be alright. Oh, I've got a real good feeling something good's gonna happen tonight. Yes, I've got a real good feeling something good's going to happen tonight. Well, Jesus said we would praising Him. everything's going to be all right. Yes, Jesus said we was praising Him. everything's going to be all right.
3: Come on.
1: some good friends a long life's way some loved ones depart my season a is- Some blessings slip away And I lost my focus And went astray But thank God I didn't lose everything And I lost possessions That were so dear And I lost some battles While walking in fear But in the middle Seized in pain One thing never Wavered, one thing Some good friends a long life's way. Some loved ones departed in heaven to stay. But thank God I didn't lose everything. I've lost faith in people who said they cared. But in the time of my crisis, they were never there. But in my disappointment, in my season of pain, one thing never wavered, one thing never changed.
7: Revelation chapter twenty one and verse twenty one it says, And the twelve gates and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every single gate was of one pearl, and the street and the city was pure gold, as it was transparent glass. And the song we're gonna sing talks about that and, and I'm gonna tell you, if this doesn't make you happy then you ain't like what to sing. But if you're a a saint of God that's pressing toward the high mark of the calling of God, and you plan on hearing Jesus Christ say, well done, thy good and thy faithful servant, and those pearl gates swing open, and you step on those streets of gold, I pray that y'all worship with us as we sing.
0: Praise God, praise God. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. How many's looking forward to that day we get to walk on streets of gold? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. How many look forward to the day that those pearly gates just swing open wide? And you hear our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ say, Well done, my good and my faithful servant. It's going to be worth it all. It's going to be worth it all. It's going to be worth it all. Every trial, every heartache, every valley, every mountain that you had to climb. It's going to be worth it all. Heaven is a real place. Heaven is a real place. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. What about What about you women? Some of the men over here look like they're a little bit excited about that. They might they might they might be excited about going there because they're having to live with you here. I didn't run. <laughs> but I think it'd be okay if the women just just take a lap tonight. God, what a day it's going to be. What a day it's going to be. What a day it's going to be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All the trouble, all the chaos, all the heartache. Amen. How many? How many of you men work outside? Has it been hot this summer? No more working outside in the heat and humidity. The air conditioning's going to work good in heaven. The weather's going to be perfect in heaven. I think, I think one of the most amazing things about heaven is everybody's going to love everybody.
2: Oh, hallelujah.
0: Oh, I want to go there. Oh, I want to go there. Praise God! Praise God! Lord bless you who can return to your seats. I'm going to do something a little bit different tonight. I just I felt I felt like doing this last Sunday night, and um, we shouted and got carried away. And uh, I told I told Brother Todd last Sunday night they was up here shouting and a screaming and a hollering and a bucking and a jumping. I said we really haven't had church till somebody starts bleeding. And uh, But I, 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 when I think about the goodness of God, I, I was listening to Brother Joe's testimony this morning and all that God has done for us and how easy it is to forget the things that God has done for us. And we just left that slide and then when another problem comes by, we wonder, oh Lord, what am I going to do? How am I going to make it through? What's going to happen? What's going to take place? And if we remember what God has done in the past, we know that what God has done in the past, He's able to do again. Amen. Because our God is the same yesterday. He's the same right now as He was 2,000 years ago. He's the same right now as He was 4,000 years ago. And the great thing about our God is, our God is going to be the same tomorrow as He is right now, as He was back then. He said, I am God and I changed that. And what He did then, He's able to do now. What He performed then, He's able to perform now. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. So you, you can be seated what I want. What I want to do now, I don't want anybody, I don't want anybody standing up after the fact. I want, I want somebody with the praise on their heart tonight of something special that God has done and uh, God has worked for you. I want three in this section. I want three in this section. I want three in this section and I want three in this section. Now, if you're not standing up when I start passing this mic around, don't stand up then.
8: About four months ago, I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, I I want you to take a stress test. I said, okay. I went and took the stress test, and they said, come back and we'll give you results. I went back. The doctor, the cardiologist that, that I normally see wasn't there, it was there make their, their assistant, I guess. Anyhow, she showed me the charts. She said, you see this? said, you are subject to have a heart attack if you walk out of this office. You need to go to the hospital right now. Or you're going to have a heart attack. These charts here show it. There it is right there. She got another chart out and she pulled it. She said, this is what it's supposed to be. And it didn't look near what it was supposed to be. But she said, you need, right now, we need to put you in, and you need to have have operation, put some stents in. I said, lady, she kept going. I said, lady, wait a minute. I said, I don't do nothing without praying about it. So she said, well, I'll give you, I'll give you some medicine, medication. I came to church. I had the pastor, for the looper. Pray for me. And I went back at this point in time. And when I went in to take the uh, vital, the vital signs, the nurse, she's man, she said, man, she said, you, you that looks good. Talking about my heartbeat and everything they do. And she said, all oh, your vital signs are just super good. Said they just look great. And so she went out. That cardiologist come in, he sat down, and the first words he said was, we're not going to operate. I'm going to tell you, God is good. I'm thankful that I have a God that I can depend on. I'm going to hush on that one.
7: Brother Looper, God's been really, really good to me. Uh, scripture says, "But as for me, my steps were almost gone, my feet had well nigh slipped, and uh, but and I, I was kind of feeling like that this morning because it didn't look like I was going to get to come to church tonight, uh, and I, I just felt down in the dumps. But here I am, and when I when I walked through the doors, I could I could just feel it and. God's been so good to me. And when I get in the presence of the Lord, there's, there's nothing better, nothing greater. And I'm so thankful for God's goodness and mercy.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Lord.
9: I have two praises tonight. One is about myself. Since I was in the hospital with the pneumonia and mercy, I've had some breathing issues, and they tell me there's nothing wrong. That's fine. I know a God that's taking care of everything. But there comes a time sometimes I can't breathe. I run out of breath for some reason. One night I was at church and it was all I could do to get here. But when I got here and I got prayed for, I've been going strong ever since. And I thank the Lord for that. The other praises for my oldest son, Rodney. Rodney had been in New Jersey and the New York area since from January to September. You know that area for the pandemic was bad for COVID-19, but God kept a protective hedge around him. They shut his job down a couple of times. Rodney got to keep working because he was fine and he was one of the supervisors. There's been no jobs in this area with the company that he works for, but all through this, Rodney had a job. Every time I talked to him, he'd say, Mama, I miss being home. I said, I know, son, but God has blessed you with a job. I told him that more than once, and he would say, Yes, ma'am. I said, Keep that in mind, son. God has blessed you. You're able to pay your bills. He called me about three or four weeks before he got to come home one morning, and he said, Mama, I'm not feeling well. He said, I have something wrong, and I'd rather not say what. But he had a health issue. And he said, you know, I looked it up on the Internet, and he told me what it was, and it could go one of two ways, something very serious, something not. I said, hold on, uh, Rodney. The Lord's going to take care of it. Don't worry about it. I said, quit worrying. He said, Mama, I hadn't slept in about three weeks. I said, it's okay, son. We had church that night. When I got here, I felt it real strong. I went up and I asked Brother Looper. I said, Brother Looper, here's what Rodney's told me. May I stand in his place since he's not able to be here? And Brother Looper prayed. When I left here that night, it was with a thought and the faith. Rodney's going to call me in the morning and tell me everything's fine. I did get a call the next morning. I was ready to shout in that store about 5 o'clock because Pete said, it's Rodney. I said, hello, son, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good, Mom. He called about something else, and I finally said, are you feeling pretty good? Well, yes, ma'am. I said, I just knew you were calling to tell me the problem's gone. He said, no, ma'am. I said, well, let me tell you what I did last night. And what God's going to do. And I told him about standing in his place. And that the Lord was working for him. He said, Mama, that's why I slept all night. Thank you. He said, I hadn't slept in three weeks. But I did last night. I said, you're welcome, son. But thank God, not me. About three weeks after that, he came home. And he came by to visit. I said, well, son, I have to ask. You told me you were going to the doctor when you got home. I said, are you going to make a doctor's appointment? And he grinned at me and he said, no, Mama, I don't need to. It's solved. I haven't had any more issues. The problem is gone. I said, you better thank the Lord for that, Rodney, because God has taken care of you. And it's like Brother Luper said. God is the same yesterday, and I thank Him for what He's done in the past. I thank Him for what He's doing right now. And I know what He's got in store for us in the future. And I love Him tonight, and I thank Him, and I praise Him.
10: This is not my thing, but um, most of y'all know Dale has a brain tumor. And he had surgery on it. June it was a year ago. He did, he did really good until about December. And in December he started getting sick, and he just went down, 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 down. Nobody could figure out what was wrong with him. We went to doctor after doctor after doctor, and they put him on this, they put him on that. Nothing would take care of it. So as time rocked on, um, probably around the first of July, Dale really started going down and if you didn't see him or didn't really talk to me you probably didn't really know it but he got to where he couldn't walk he didn't communicate he didn't look you in the eyes he didn't laugh and it just started going worse and worse and then the weekend before the hurricane Dale started falling and he would fall we had gone to my mom's and we picked him up six seven eight times off the floor and so on the way home, it was this Sunday, and I was I had been praying. I said, God, I don't know what's wrong with him. I literally thought he was dying, and that I was just watching him die. And so I was like, you got to give me a sign of something. And they had actually already scheduled another uh, surgery for the tumor for um, the ninth, actually, of this month. And I was like... He'll never make it to that surgery. He is never going to make it. He's going to die. And so um, on the way home, I was like, I have got to have an answer. I was praying to myself because he just sits and he would just stare, just stared into space. And I said, God, I've got to have an answer. I have to know what to do. And then I thought, no, there's no point in doing anything with him right now. Um, the hurricane's coming. And then he's going to be having surgery, so no need. So, but yet I still prayed. I said, please, God, let me know what to do. Well, it took me angry to get there. But when we got home that Sunday evening, I got out of the truck, and I took his walker around to him. He was literally, I was pushing him around on a walker for the most part. And he he started hitting at me. Well, it made me mad. And I was like, fine, do it yourself. And he gets on out. And I said something else to him, and he almost fell, and I caught him. And so he hit back at me, which is not ideal. And and he told me to uh, leave him alone. He could do this himself. I said, fine, if you fall, you fall. Don't call me. So I just took off around the other side of the truck, and sure enough, the next thing I know, I went in the house and I happened to look back out and I saw the walker flip over and I saw Dale go down and it flipped him over on his back. And I was like, okay. So um, Jason wound up coming to the house and some other people wound up coming to help him get him up. And they were like, well, we'll take him in the house. I said, no, you're not. Put him in the car. We're going to Houston. And when we finally got him to Houston, um, One of the the emergency room doctors finally figured out that he had fluid on the brain, and the fluid was not draining, and they wound up doing emergency surgery on him the next morning. But I said all that to say this, that I know it might have been an unconventional way of God answering, but I know that when Dale hit that ground, I knew I had my answer because I had been praying and praying and praying. Because I thought I was watching him die. And um, he's had a few little setbacks. But as of Friday, they did another adjustment on that shunt that they had to put in. And he is doing great. He actually got out yesterday and welded something (laughs) Dale has not done in months. And um, I'm believing that God is going to finish the work in him. Not only in his health, but in his spiritual health. And I appreciate all the prayers, and I thank y'all for everything, and I love y'all.
11: I know I've testified about this before, but I just can't thank God enough. Uh, two years ago, I was in the middle of six months of chemo and radiation. Um, I had colon cancer, as y'all all know. and. Um, Every time I get up in the morning I just I, I want to give God thanks because two years ago it was all I could do to walk. It was all I could do to do anything. I had suffered a pulmonary embolism. I was on blood clot medicine and they couldn't find out why I had that blood clot problem. But here I am today. I'm able to walk. I'm able to breathe. I'm able I'm alive. And I don't, I'm not on any kind of medication at all, none whatsoever, and I know that's God, and I give him all the praise and um I, I want to thank God because these last these, these last 18 months have been the very hardest that I've ever had to deal with. And I'm, I'm going through the <laughs> trial of my life. But I'm thankful every morning when I get up that God wakes me up in my right mind. And I'm thankful that He loves me. He took care of my entire family through the storm. And He listens to me. He cares about me. That I'm, I'm so unworthy. And I have a lot of great big things to praise God for. But it's the little things every day. He wakes me up and I can see, I can hear, I can talk and I can walk. And that may not mean a lot, but for somebody that's bedridden for weeks and can't even take care of her children, being able to just breathe. I just can't thank God, but I want to thank Him that He loves me. And even though I'm facing every day, it just, it's just, you know, I'm thankful that I can come to church and feel the presence of God. And no matter what I'm going through, I know God is going to take care of me. He's going to see my family through. He's never let me down. He's my comfort. He's my strength. And I know I can't make it without him. And I'm glad that I have a praying church. And, you know, when I'm all alone and nobody knows where I'm at, God knows where I'm at. He sees my heartaches. He sees the hurt, he sees the pain, and for anybody that doesn't know him, there's nothing in this world worth going hell over. And I'm so thankful that, of all my family, i'm a, I have, uh, I have three brothers and two sisters, and I'm the only one that knows this truth. The only one in church. I can't thank God enough that He saw fit. I love him. I want to do everything I can to be saved. And more than anything, I want my family saved. And I thank God that through every heartache, he's taken care of me financially. When there was no hope, he gave me hope. When everything was gone, he made a way. And if I don't ever have another thing, I have God, and that's all that matters.
7: I know Brelooper said three from every section. He told me I could testify, so I'll do it now. Um, After the storm, I was at work, and there was a guy who always, every time he got a chance to slander the church, he always did. And he told me, he said, have you noticed all the hurricane fences? He said, they're still up. All the chain link fences are still up, and every wood fence is down. And he said, that's kind of like the church you go to. He said, y'all don't have any holes. He said, there's no way for, he said, the kids turn 18, and they get a glimpse of the, he said, the winds blow in the, in the world. And he said, they fall right down. And he said, because y'all don't have any holes. He said, y'all are too strict and too hard. And he said, uh, he said, if you notice the hurricane fences stay open. And, and I didn't say anything to him. I just said, well, that's what you think. That's fine. And, 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 and I hope he never finds out how much it bothered me because it did. It, and I was going to lunch and, uh, I was thinking about it. And it was like the Lord, he, he said something to him and he told me, he said, Aaron, he said, that church you go to is not like a wooden fence. He said, that church is like a rock. And I'm so thankful that, that I go to a church like that and that when the strange doctrines of this world blow, that it doesn't blow it over. But know that there's some saints here, and, I, and there's a lot of saints, and you know, all are testimony to me and to a lot of us that like a tree that's been planted by the water that no matter what comes and no matter what goes, that I know that I can make it because I see that y'all can make it.
12: I testified about this in Sunday school and a few of my friends, they might know but um, back in May when all this uh, virus had started, I began having some pains and I barely got into my primary physician. It was just on a whim. My throat felt like it had closed like my, and she said that my esophagus was scorched and she said I was showing signs of internal bleeding and that I might have to have Surgery and she gave me um, some medication to make it better, and it didn't. Things just got a lot worse. And so I came to church once, I don't remember if it was a Wednesday night or a Sunday night, and Brother Azar was preaching about miracles and about healing. And up until that point, probably for about a month or two, I had only been able to eat potatoes, anything real, real soft. I just couldn't swallow hardly anything. I didn't have hardly any strength at all. And so I went up there, and I began to pray. And it was just like I felt my esophagus open and the pain come from my side. And I just want to thank God for healing my body because he's the only person that could have done it.
13: Sorry to be one of them uh, guys to stand up late, but I was sitting there thinking and that it, it hit me and I was telling my wife I want to testify. And so I have to stand up and tell this. It may seem odd to a lot of people, but to me this was very personal. I remember we were, uh, and I'll try to make it quick, we were at my house having a family gathering and a buddy of mine, Gage, we all know Gage, and we're believing that there's still work left to do. He called me a couple days ago. He come in and he wasn't exactly walking straight, if you can understand. He wasn't, he had been doing something that he shouldn't have been doing. And we tried talking him out of letting, we tried talking him into letting us take him home because he didn't need to be driving. And Gage is one hard-headed individual. So that didn't work. We said, Gage, it ain't worth it. Let us drive you home. Gage, let us drive you home. He didn't listen. And then I got one of the, uh, Worst phone calls I've gotten in all of my life. I got a call from my pastor saying Gage had just been in a terrible accident and their life flight named to the hospital. And my, my, whole, my whole everything in me just crumbled at that time because I had seen him five minutes ago. And we tried talking him out of it, and I know there's still work left to do, but all I knew to do at that point, because I knew he was lost, uh, we got, me and my buddy Derek got down here to the church and my family, and we prayed harder than I've ever prayed in my life. I prayed for that young man. And he's not here today, but I'm believing. I'm believing that God's going to finish the work, because I prayed right there. On that altar, I prayed, God, save him, and I'll win him to you. That was my prayer. Right there on that altar, I said, God, save him. And now I know he's still got further to go, but that next Sunday night, he was sitting back there. And you don't get rushed to the hospital on Saturday night and be sitting back in service on Sunday night without God being in it. And I believe that was the most real example to me, that God really does do miracles. And there's still more for Him to do, but I'm believing it all in Jesus' name.
14: I pass by that bridge coming to Silsby every time I come to church. And it is truly a miracle that that boy lived over that. But my testimony is, 11 years ago, in April of this year, I was laying in the hospital And they didn't really give me much hope to get any better. And I told God, I said, if you would just let me live, I'll go to church. Whether I get back
10: at the church, I will serve you. I will do whatever it takes. And I would love to have the Holy Ghost, but I'll go anyway. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed for my family. And I thank God that he's brought Mike as far as he has. And I'm so thankful and glad to have him sit beside me. It just breaks my heart when Brother Luper and Brother Dupless, used to call the families up. I didn't have a family.
15: i got somebody to go with me now, and I'm
2: so thankful in the name of Jesus.
14: Well, I'm no Brother Rick, but I'll do the best I can, Brother Luper. I, uh, Brother Dupley was talking about that target age of, with COVID, and unfortunately I'm in that age. And uh, as they tell you, you know, just like you said this morning, but you know, um, in July I was diagnosed with COVID, and I, I just want to thank the church. I cannot say how much it meant to me. I know that what happened to me, God took care of me. I went to a funeral just a few weeks ago of a very good friend, childhood friend, all my life. And I thought, you know, that could be you up there in that casket. But God took care of me. The church had prayed for me. I got so many phone calls. My pastor and Sister Looper, they called me. They texted me every day. I cannot say how much I appreciate this church. I cannot say how much I appreciate God. He means everything to me.
6: Um, Here a few weeks ago, um, it was, I think, a Wednesday night when Brother Trey Gore preached. And I had just gotten the news that I was going to have to have um, several biopsies specifically looking for cancer. So I um, went up there and got prayer, and everyone, not even knowing what was wrong, was praying with me. And I went the next day, and they did not find any cancer, cancer cells, not even pre cells. So I want to give God the glory for that. I have an even bigger praise, um, and that is that my husband is here, uh, ten years coming with me. That um, the good thing that came out of COVID and my family was he made the decision to get baptized and live for God. He he prays, he reads his Bible, and and I'm just so thankful for that. And God is so good.
15: Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful for God and to know the truth. I got the Holy Ghost in 71, and God has never failed me. All the years that I've lived for him. I know want I to thank God today because it's been like three and a half years since I had cancer. And God has brought me through, and I'm still fine today. And my tests come out all all right, and I'm so thankful. I just want to thank God for that. And thank God for my husband that's in the church because he was so against it. He would walk out there where they were having when he was young and make fun of the Pentecostals. That went, a lot of time when the windows were open at the church and him and his buddies and make fun. But when I got the Holy Ghost, I was determined. And I hit my prayer bones and I prayed for hours. And I said, God, I want him to be saved, Lord. Save him, Jesus. So me and my girl that had got the Holy Ghost, we got down to pray. And God finally brought him in one night. I was sitting in church. And he came up and Sister Parker touched me. She said, Sister Mars, look. And he was down at the front pew, the first pew, and he was down praying. And after that time, he sought the Lord so hard. And I thank God for him in church today. Thank him that he stayed with me. And I love God and I appreciate him. Thank you for everything he's done for me.
16: I just want to say I'm so thankful for this church. Some of you may not know. A lot of you may not know. I was raised in a spirit-filled church from like sixth grade on but adult life happens and a lot of times you make bad choices you you don't take the path that god has planned for you and it's really really easy even if you're in church to get very complacent very lukewarm and for i've been not currently but up to recently i've been lukewarm for so long you get stagnant, and you get comfortable. I would come to church, as you all have witnessed, and I would sit in a pew and be respectful, but I was it was very rare that I would go up front and be involved to worship and praise. But I'm so thankful. I know a lot of you are going to be like, what? I am so thankful for COVID because... When COVID happened and quarantine happened, God started aligning things in my life. Sister Donna Hudson, she is a jewel in this church. She is such a blessing. She, even before COVID, for she's a faithful friend. She would drop me a message, just a simple thinking about you, love you, praying for you. She's part of my testimony, part of my story. And... But God, as I said, God started aligning things and shifting things. And um, COVID happens, quarantine happens, A friends' testimony from addiction, homelessness. That had an effect on me. And then God was like, okay, it's time. you got to quit riding the fence because I'm getting down to the wire. And which side are you going to be on? Are you with me or are you against me? So I said, okay, God, I'm all in. And then God blessed me, and the night I got filled with the Holy Ghost, God revealed to me that Brother Luper has prayed, not just for me, but he has a heart, and Sister Luper as well. They have a heart for our church, our, our city, our community. They truly want us to be in the will of God. They pray for us. Individually, They call us by name. God revealed to me that he's prayed many a prayer for me. And I'm a living proof. Thank God for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Thank God for my baptism. <laughs> but I just want to say... I'm thankful for, I know that he and a lot of you church members have been praying for me since I've darkened the doors with Jason Cooper here wondering what in the world is she doing with him. But the night I got the Holy Ghost, he did have to, in Jason Cooper fashion, had to say, well, I'm so glad I don't have to live with a heathen anymore. But but I just want to say I'm so thankful for the sermon this morning. This world is not our home, and I'm so thankful that God is not just the miracles and the things that we read about in the Bible are not just to be read about. They're to be lived and experienced, and this world is not our home, and I'm thankful that He's a God of restoration. He's a God of transformation. He's a God of redemption. He's a God of grace and mercy every single day, and I'm thankful that He has a path for us, and I'm so thankful that he's not a one-time God. He's never had an identity crisis. He knows who he is. I'm so thankful that he's not a one-time God, that he did not just forgive us just one time. He forgives us every single day, and I'm so thankful that we can go to heaven because of that. And I love you all, and thank you all for your prayers. Prayer works.
2: Prayer works.
17: Yeah, I've got some praise to give them. <laughs> it's been nine months since I first came, uh, since I've been with y'all, and in that, in those nine months, it's been a, it's been such an amazing experience. I remember when I first came, when Terry invited me, I, there were a bunch of girls there to meet me. I forgot who, uh, who was all there, but <laughs> to, it was crazy. I thought this would be a one and done thing, but boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten the Holy Ghost three times within those nine months. <laughs> Spoken in other <laughs> tongues all three of those times. <laughs> and let me tell you, when I get the Holy Ghost, it hits me like a truck. <laughs> God turns me into a Lambo and he takes the, Jesus takes the wheel and I'm going to go... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It, it took me a week to, uh, for my arm to start stop hurt, start hurt, stop hurting when I, when I fell off the off to the. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been a blast, and um, it was something else. uh <laughs> I'm glad to know each and every one of you, and uh, I've I've uh. Made some memories with some of y'all, and I know I don't talk to a lot of y'all sometimes, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just all thanks to God, and, and thank you, Terry, for carrying out God's will, <laughs> inviting me. I, I hope that's God's will, but, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been, it's, it's been, it's been such a, uh, wonderful experience, and, uh, um, when, um, That last tropical storm, uh, what was it called? That Laura, Laura. But not a scratch on my house when that came. I I prayed to God, and thankfully He saved my house, and um, I didn't catch COVID. Thank you. (laughs) And um, one of my all-time, one of my uh, goals I had uh, at the beginning of this year was to uh, get under 200 pounds because, uh, believe it or not, I was a big boy. I was 258 uh, about this time last year. But, um, yeah, uh, uh, December when I started going, I was 240. Then come March, 230. Now guess what? 198, baby. Thank <laughs> <laughs> I just want to thank y'all. It's been it's been amazing. I love each and I love each and every one of you. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Praise the Lord.
18: He said three from every section. I'm gonna represent us up here. At the beginning of this year, I think it was Brother Smith that was preaching and uh, he had asked about doing a uh, a uh, an offering for the missions. My wife and I had gotten together, and I would asked, and I said, we thought of a number, and I said, well, what do you want to give? And she said, I don't know. I said, so we came up with this particular number, and I said, let's do that one. And she said, okay. So we wrote the check out, handed, handed it in, and we really was doing it on faith because we we were going to be cutting it close. But I, I'm thankful that God not only blesses In the immediate, but he also blesses in the long term, and I'm thankful that the Bible says that that he is well able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And I'm grateful for a faithful God because not only did he give us that money back because I'd went and get some new tires for my truck, and I'd planned on spending about nine hundred bucks. And they'd run out of the ones that they sold them for, sold to me. And they said, well, we're going to give you these other ones. And I said, well, how much more is that? And they said, it's not going to cost you anything. So instead of spending 900 or I spent 900 but I got $1,200 tires. So thank God for that. So that was a blessing. <laughs> then Brother Marks came by and was preaching about uh, being faithful and, and being in the, staying in the boat. And when the storm is coming and you're in the middle of the storm, don't jump out of the boat stay in the boat with Jesus. And he had made a statement that said, he said, somebody in this, in this auditorium tonight, even though there's going to be jobs being laid off, people being laid off, somebody's going to get a job in that situation. My son had, he had uh, been applying for a job, trying to get a, a lineman job, and uh, it ended up Neutron had picked him up. Out at Motiva, well, it just so happened that Motiva was laying people off, laying people off left and right. But Neutron was the only one that was hiring people out there at that place, and I'm thanking God for that. Also, I, I'm trying to make it quick, but God is able, and I'm just, I'm so thankful. Um, when, um, and I'm going to forget a lot of stuff here, so apologize. But uh, God's just been so good with, for us, and and, uh, and and I'm thankful for His faithfulness. So grateful for his faithfulness. It says The Bible says that I was, I was young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. And I'm grateful for a God that is faithful.
19: so thankful for my heritage. Um, God has blessed me in so many ways. I know y'all are sick of hearing of the COVID, but that's what it is now. (laughs) Um, many of y'all know in April, Stanley got very ill and about April the 5th, we took him to the hospital. Um, they transferred him to another hospital, sent him home and he got deathly ill. Um, several mornings, about four thirty in the morning, he he was gone. I mean he was he was out, he was gone. Well one morning Brother Looper called and wanted to know how he was doing and he said, I'm I'm not good. I need I need prayer. I need something. He asked for his phone. I told him he was not calling anybody at four thirty in the morning. But that morning is when Brother Looper called and he said, Well brother Stanley I'm sitting in your driveway having a prayer meeting right now, and I'm telling you all that that is the reason that he is still living today is because my pastor was in the driveway praying a prayer of faith, and from that moment on, Stanley made a turn. He's not 100%, but he's 100% better, and I'm thankful for that.
20: Brother Looper that I wanted to testify and that I would make it quick and um, we got COVID too but there was one particular night that my oxygen levels had dropped really low and I had talked to Sister Angela that evening and asked her okay how low you know before I need to go in and she said well she said you get below a certain point then you need to go I said okay so I kept watching I kept checking and I couldn't breathe And I had such a bad coughing spell that I could not catch my breath. And my throat started closing up and my chest started getting tight. And I was laying in the bed, and the only thing that I could do was say, God, I need your peace. Jesus, I need your peace. I can't do this. You have got to touch me. And I felt a warmth in the middle of my chest the minute that I started praying. And it was in the middle of my chest, and the pressure released, and the warmth just went throughout to my hands, and I started breathing and drifted off to sleep. That was the best night of sleep that I had had the whole time. (laughs) I want to thank God for that. And during this time, right before COVID, you know, reared its ugly head, I lost my job. And I wasn't able to find work. Sean was working left and right. Every time we turned around, he was being called into work. And we just kept pushing. And I was talking to dad. I said, dad, I said, I can't do this anymore. I said, I don't know. You know, I don't know what to do. I have put in applications. I'm not, you know, I was just venting. He said, Steph, he said, you've got to let the Lord know that you can't fix it. He said, you've got to give it up and you've got to put it in his hands. The next service Brother looper said the exact same words. The service after that, the minister said the exact same words. Four services in a row, God spoke to me and confirmed to me that I can't fix it. I gave it to the Lord. We've not had one leg bill. We've not had anything taken over. Sean has not lost his job. And I got so discouraged and I said, you've got to give me a sign that everything is going to be okay. And I went and I got my coffee cup. I come back and grab my phone and I had a voicemail that said, if you want the job, give me a call. And I started work the next Monday morning. God is good. Prayer works and I thank Him for it.
0: Hallelujah. Let's all stand and give God praise. Give God glory. He's a good God. He's a prayer answering God. If God's ever answered a prayer for you, why don't you lift your hands? Lift your voice. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Give him praise because he's a prayer answering God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God. See, some of these things we forget that God has even done. Amen. We go on with life and forget all the things that God has done for us. And then when we have a problem, we get all scared and wonder if God's going to be able to work it out. Amen. We're made overcomers. Amen. We're made overcomers. By our testimonies of what God has done in the past, He's going to do it again. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank God for all that He has done for us. I just I just felt like doing that. We don't do that too often. That was good tonight. Appreciate everyone that had a testimony of praise and glory. And I know everybody else has something you'd like to say. And when people start saying, you start thinking the things to praise God about. Be ready next time. Amen. Don't forget, they're serving over at the gym for anybody who wants to come over and eat. We ask you just to donate. There's no charge. Just put something in the hat over there. If you're asked to do something, do it with a with a uh with a smile and excitement. And just like Chick-fil-A, say my pleasure. Amen. Boy, I tell you what, Brother Jason, you're gonna to have to step it up. <laughs> I tell you what, new converts is like, they're just like little kids, it's just innocence. I was looking at Brother Jacob over here testifying, he is flying over the altar bench last Sunday. And uh, man, serving God's a good life. Amen. Serving God's a good life. Don't let the devil tell you any difference. To all of our guests that are here, glad that you're in the house of the Lord. one on all the home folks you give our guests a good hand clap tonight. You're welcome to come over at the gym with this fellowship, eat, make yourself at home. Lord bless you, you can be dismissed in Jesus.